Trust me, after a four-year relationship, seven months of oat sowing, not quite enough. <laughs> Those oats are not sown. Not fully sown? No, not ready for sowing. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you? I am okay. <laughs> you How are? How are you? <laughs> good. I'm good. It's caller day. Mm-hmm. We always love a caller. And today we are joined by Lisa. Lisa, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Okay, so Lisa, do you mind telling us your age, the age of the person in question, <laughs> and your region and your story, please? Yes, so I am 27. Uh, the guy I'm talking about is 27, and w- I'm in Colorado. Okay, nice. Yeah. I just got a contract in Colorado for oh, next yeah, season. I'm so right. stoked. I've never oh. been to Colorado before. Oh, oh, you'll love it. I love, I love Colorado, so I always it think looks... everyone will love it. <laughs> Not biased at all. It looks very yeah. pretty out there. It okay, so, yeah. so you're both in Colorado, correct? He is not currently in Colorado. Okay. Um, so I can kind of dive in. Matched with a guy about a month ago on Bumble. We've been talking like virtually the last few weeks. Um, he came in town to visit. Um, he was here about a week. We had our first date like halfway through his visit. It went really well. It was like an eight hour date. I really like him a lot. Um, we ended up spending like the next few days together um, and had just really fun dates. He's just really fun. I feel like we have a lot in common. Um, but then he flew back to his home state but he is planning on moving to Colorado in the next few months. So he is like making active steps, like looking at apartments. He's like, you know, he's making active steps to move here. I I do think he is moving here, but some things came up. Like he was visiting a lot of female friends while he was here. He calls them all friends. Um, I think they're all women. I was very upfront with him about like, I'm dating other people. Like I had a date the day before our date. Like I, you know what I mean? Um, we met on a dating app. I feel like the assumptions that we're both dating a lot of people. Um, but he was very clear, distincting, like, these are just friends. I'm not romantically interested. He like went out of his way to tell me I'm not romantically interested in these other women. Um, they're just friends. And I'm trying to like, I connect better with women. And I'm like trying to meet people in Colorado before I move. And the first thing that kind of popped up that I started being like, I don't know, was he had extended, he was supposed to be here Friday to Friday. And he extended his trip through the weekend for one of his like female friends. This was before we had had our first date. He had extended his trip because this friend had said that he could stay with her. And I was like, that's fair because he was in a hotel the rest of the week. Suddenly, in his words, this friend just blocked him on everything. He has nowhere to stay. He doesn't know what happened. And he told me this happens to me all the time. Like he said, women (laughs) will just randomly. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I need more information about that part a lot. Yeah. Um, Which I was like. So I found this out after our first date. So this was before our second date. And I was like, I drove over to him like with questions. I was like, okay, listen, I was like, friends don't really do that. Right. Like friends don't like, it was after he had bought tickets to extend his trip just to spend time with her. I was like, and then she just blocks you on everything with no explanation. Like friend, I I can't think of, I'd ever do that to a friend. Um, and he basically had no answer for that, except that like, this is really common. And like, I get blocked a lot. That's not a red flag at no, all. No, I wanted, <laughs> I'm dying to know what your follow-up was to that. I kind of kept digging a little bit. Like I was like, I, I was, I kind of was just vocalizing kind of what I'm telling you guys. Like, well, I, I just can't think of a scenario that like a friend would be so drastic. Like after you'd already booked tickets, you know, like that doesn't really make sense to me. Um, and then <laughs> the second date was when 
See, I knew I might start talking about it and then feel silly for even asking about it, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> That's good. It's uh, part of the process. It, it is part of the process. Yeah. Um, it's like when someone's looking over your shoulder and then you suddenly know the answer. Um, but, it's so true. Yeah. But so, and then he, he was like, oh, I booked this trip to Europe with this girl for two weeks. This again, this was all before we had met. Um, and then he said um, he's going back to Hawaii to see another like female friend for a week. And he told me like, why would I tell you about all these things? Like if it was romantic, like I wouldn't tell you. And I was like, I did ask him, I was like, well, is that supposed to make me feel better? Like, oh, I just wouldn't tell you. Like, that seems like a weird thing to say. But I yeah, was also or, like. Or it's just reverse psychology. I think it's reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah. There is 0% chance that not a single one of these female friends is a romantic interest. Right. But actually, the part right. I'm more interested right. in. It's a great strategy, actually. Instead of lying constantly, you make one blanket lie that covers everything. But what I don't mm. understand is why he feels the need to lie, because you openly said early on that you're right. also seeing other people. But that's just his mo that's he can't oh really he can't, he can't change he his can't spots. change <laughs> yeah that's what he does try as he might he has full permission to be honest and he's yeah. like we're just I friends mean, we, we all know people like that who lie about hey they lie about what they had for lunch there's no reason to lie they just always mm. lie okay i let's get to the question let's get to the question yeah um so he has all these trips planned with multiple women he says he connects better with women like he just makes friends easier um and I guess my question is like meeting on online dating apps and like early on dating situations in general, part of me feels like we don't know each other. We don't owe each other anything. I'm also still dating. I've, I could see traveling with other guys. Like he doesn't live here. At what point in dating is it like even okay to be ups- like not upset, but like, like I feel kind of weird even asking these questions on a second date. Do you know what I mean? Or that he's even sharing it with me. Because I feel like, especially dating now, it's like, you're like you're talking to a lot of people. It's kind of like the like the thing you don't address, but you know is happening, right? Where it's like, like guys refer to like their roster and like there is a lot of people in, in the picture, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty common. I'm curious to know when you did say you were dating other people, who said it first? I brought it up first because we were talking about... Um, just like dating in general and whether it's awkward. This was on our first date. And I said, yeah, well, last night I was like, I was on a date and it was really awkward because like this happened. And I was just like sharing. So I kind of brought it up just in conversation like that. I wasn't mm-hmm. like making a point to tell him. It just kind of like came up because I thought it was a funny story. Hmm. I guess I, I still, could you rephrase the question? I'm, I feel like I'm still not sure what the question is. I guess for me, yeah. he sounds like he's got like a, an international dating pool of sorts maybe national maybe international i'm not sure state at least yeah multi-state at least you said he's going to europe so it sounds like he's he's you know making up for lost time after having been in that long-term relationship maybe totally but and i to me it's pretty obvious that that's what he's doing even if he's lying about it andy Mm -hmm. you can jump in if you think i'm wrong how how far did you get with this guy? Yeah, if you don't yeah, mind okay. me asking? yeah, yeah. Like, did you guys? I want to know too. Do it. <laughs> we didn't have sex, but we like. I feel like we did a lot besides that. You know what I mean? Like, I was definitely like we spent a lot of time together. Yeah. Okay. So you might as well have had yeah. sex. It's just a, it's a yeah. te- technicality. Yeah. You didn't have sex. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm also. I want you to be honest. Okay. Do you really, really like him to the point where you would want to date him? I would, if he was in town and like, if he lived here, um, 
it would be different. I think I'm, I'm conflicted just because there's so many factors that are really confusing me. How did you part? Like, what were the parting words like? He said, like, this was like, I really like you. And I was like, I really like you too. He said, I'm coming back to visit. I should be like living here in the next like three months. Um, he was like, do you want to be my date for the wedding in Utah? Like he's very, just like throwing things out there. Like, um, he's like, do you want to go to Iceland in May? Like, Oh, he's one of those. (laughs) You know what I mean? Hmm. You know what I mean too. I not exactly. This is kind of what I want your guys take. I, this is all kind of, I don't know. I feel very flustered about it. Like I feel like I can't gather my thoughts around it. I just feel like there's a type of guy who dates, who does this. It's, and I don't even know if he means to do it. Although Mm -hmm. I do think it is subtly manipulative and I'm not saying it's intentional necessarily, but they tend to be Mm -hmm. like, Oh, in six months I have this thing or they, they talk far into the future, even though it's really early, you guys have technically had what? Three dates, four Three dates? dates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he doesn't live there. And that was the, the first date was the first time you ever officially met. met. Person. I, yeah, yeah. I know you chatted leading up to it, but suffice mm-hmm. to say, this is not a real thing yet. I think that right. it's a little premature to be like, let's go to Iceland unless you're yeah. both like, oh my God, this is magnetic. This is magical. I've been looking for this. Like we just right. met, but we're making this official to me. The Iceland talk comes when you have that. Mm. And the the rest of the time, mm-hmm. I, I get the feeling he does this with a lot of women and that's why he's flying to Hawaii and Europe and wherever else. Yeah. Did he give you any other words of affirmation during the visit? Like something that would, you could really hang on to? Like, he was like, I really well, feel like something, anything. Yeah. I asked him like directly. I said, Hey, are you just trying to like, I kind of danced around words. I probably should have been a little more direct, but I was like, are you just trying to like gather experiences? Like, are you just like having fun, exploring, meeting as many people as possible and just having as many experiences as you can with as many women as you can. Like, I, I was like, is this like kind of what you're doing right now? No. Um, and good for you, I, like, I respect how direct yeah, that's, that that's is. That's a good upfront question. Yeah. And I was like, he, he said, and this is a part where I'm just like, is he just a liar? Like he was like, I have no interest in doing that anymore. He said, um, he said, when I first broke up with my girlfriend, I like went on like 30 dates a week. I was just like meeting like hundreds of people. I feel like he, he's like, I feel like I kind of got that done. And at this point, like I'd way rather invest a lot of time into one person and see where it goes than like continue to just like date all these people. He's like, I'd rather invest time Mm-hmm. in one person then like continue to meet as many new people as possible did and you guys but, you said you guys have been speaking since you left he's been speaking yeah, to you almost every day of, yeah we have some form of communication every day every yeah. day i try not to like i don't usually do any of this like i don't usually talk to people before meeting them i don't like i'm very much like three messages let's just meet in person like i don't usually mm-hmm. do this um and i i was very clear with him about that like i don't i don't like maintaining like this weird distance like Thing. But I don't know. I really, I liked him more than I thought I would. And I have been dating a lot this year and I don't get excited very often, which I think most people probably is that's true. But, you know, I was like, oh, I actually really like him. But then I'm like, oh, of course there's like all these weird things, you know, like, I feel like, you know, I like, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. I don't know why he would lie to me. I don't feel like there's any reason to lie to me because I feel like I've been very open and direct and I'm not asking for like commitment. I just don't know why he feels the need to like, these are just friends. I'm not romantically pursuing. I'm not interested in like, dating all these people. It's like, well, that's kind of what you're doing. But then a lot of these trips he had already booked before even meeting me. 
So I don't know. I'm just super conflicted. I don't know. Sorry to focus on this, but is he initiating yeah. most of the daily com- communication? Yeah. Like if he stopped, and I've thought about that. If he just stopped reaching out, I'd be on the fence. Like, I don't know. His interest is what's like keeping me, I feel like right. responding. Right. If oh. he, if he just dropped off the map, I would probably reach out occasionally, like maybe once every couple of weeks or like, you know, in January or something be like, Hey, like, are you moving here yet or something? But I'm not one to like, I don't enjoy this that much. Like these kind mm-hmm. of mundane, like daily yeah. conversations with someone who's not here. It just feels mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Once again, I'm going to circle back to what I asked earlier, which is, could you rephrase yeah. the question? Like, is the question, is he lying? Is he sketchy? Is, <laughs> or is this, you know, are these red flags? Yeah. I guess What's I too soon to, feel like you have relationship kind of conversations. Yes. I mean, yeah, he yeah. doesn't even live there. I feel yeah. like, yeah. I, yeah, I guess I just want you to phrase, yeah, phrase it in a, in a, like in a yeah. concise Ask question. Ask us a question. Yeah, a question. Mm-hmm. If you had there to are, be, I agree. There are a few little questions here. Yeah, if you had to distill like, it down. Yeah. yeah. I have several questions. I think my main, just my main question is like, after hearing all this, um, do you think this is someone worth continuing conversation with like relationship with, do you think like, cause I, I, I'm all about exploration and dating, but ultimately like, I'm not hoping to do that the next five years. Like mm-hmm. at some point I, I am looking for someone that like is a partner. Like, do you think there's any chances of that happening? Or do you feel like this is just kind of a, like, he's just, he's just out there doing his thing and I'm just kind of going to get like hurt in the crosshairs, you know? Okay. So that's question number one. Mm-hmm. I personally yeah. feel, based on what you've told us, I don't feel like we have enough information. I, I don't think you mm. shouldn't keep talking to him. He doesn't okay. live there yet. That could change everything. It's actually possible he's telling the truth, mm-hmm. even though I have my doubts that he hasn't at least had some right. sexual whatever with these women. But at the same time, it doesn't sound like you have any kind of exclusive anything yeah. so it doesn't really no. matter yeah so i i don't know i feel like it's kind of early and yeah. it sounds like you're trying to protect yourself from getting hurt or invested but it's kind of like that's sort of dating yeah. you know like yeah. this is it like you <laughs> yeah. gotta risk yeah. to possibly get rewarded when yeah. is he when is he moving to colorado oh he said as soon as three months or as late as six months okay where's he now where does he live he's in michigan so he's michigan. quite a ways away okay I think it's a very manageable situation. Like you're, okay. you seem like a very chill person. You, you don't seem extremely be, yeah. needy or aggressive or any of this stuff. You're t- I think you're playing your cards right. I think the mm-hmm. fact that he's initiating conversation on a daily basis is a very good sign. I do think that it's possible that as opposed to lying or, you know, having this kind of like blanket excuse, like, oh, all these girls block me and I'm seeing girls in every city. Maybe (laughs) maybe he's just a very truthful person. And like he has been doing that for some time and he's at the tail end of it now. And you may be the the benefactor of the tail end of his (laughs) sewing session. But uh, I, I think that there's no reason to pull back on this one. I think. He's, okay. He seems to be taking the lead in conversation, making it easier for you. Um, is, just, yeah. I would just wait. It's show and tell. Like, let's see what he shows you and tells you. And I don't think there's anything to be done right now. Just see where it goes. It's funny okay. that he would be so honest about being blocked all the time, but yet if yeah. he, t- to lie. And again, we don't know that he's lying. No, Maybe he really doesn't have a romantic thing with any of these 
any of these friends. So it's it's possible that he really is honest 100% of the yeah. time and we're just not giving him the benefit of the doubt. It's yeah. kind of hard to believe that these are just it all is. female friends that are all platonic and have only ever been platonic. But it also yeah. just sounds like you guys are nowhere near the kind of closeness where he really even owes you that honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I understand where you are right now. You're at that stage where you're like, I can I can foresee myself getting invested here and I don't right. want it, that to happen unless I think it's actually going to go somewhere. So you're exactly. trying to protect yourself. Exactly. And well, I, I relate. I really relate to that. But yeah. I don't know if it's going to serve you because you could end up sort of just shooting yourself in the foot. We don't have enough information to know yeah. that he's some lying scumbag. Has he mentioned right. anything about you coming out to Michigan? Um, No. He hasn't. Okay. Well, if he invited you out to Michigan, would you go? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I would. She really plays it cool. Yeah. Very I, cool. I, yeah. I think, I, <laughs> I think you like this guy a little bit more than you're letting on. And I that's like okay. him so much. It's <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. I like him so No, that's why I'm so stressed. Because I, I told him, like, and I'm, like, overly honest. Like, when I was in the room with him, I told him, I was like, I like you and like, I'm worried because I'm having fun right now. Like I'm single and I'm dating and I'm like enjoying my life. And I was like, I know how long I take to recover from heartbreak. And I was like, I just don't want to get so invested in somebody that I feel like I'm one of many and that's fine. I'm fine being one of many, but there is a limit to that. And I don't want to like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, if we're talking for all these months, that's the other thing why I usually don't do this is just like building such a connection with someone from a distance is just like, then it feels like even more wasted time. Cause like, mm-hmm. then it's like, wow, if he's not until January and we have like a total of five dates over like five months, then that's just like so much time. Right. right. And he's still, and he told me that too. Like why, like, why would I invest this much time in you? Um, if I wasn't interested, like that's not, that doesn't make sense for me to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he likes to do that. He does. He likes to be like, yeah. look at all these female friends. Yeah. Why would I tell you about them? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. To me, the two sketchiest things, and maybe I'm I'm being unfair calling them even sketchy, are the getting mm-hmm. blocked all the time thing, which again, he yeah. didn't have to tell you. Weird. He didn't and, have to tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. And also the, oh, come with me to a wedding next summer or let's mm-hmm. go to Iceland, that kind of thing. I just find that kind of language that early on kind of whirlwinding. It's uh, sort of like, I, oh, like getting you wrapped up in a potential future together that maybe he's not actually thinking about right. it all. But I also think you're underestimating how immature he is in relationship years. That's actually a good point. Yeah. <laughs> 22 to 26. Yeah, his he's basically, that was his first borderline adult relationship. Yeah, that's true. So he's going to be saying things that are just amateur hour, you know, and a lot of that mm. stuff is like, oh, I like you a little bit. You know, let's do everything yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. And then like tomorrow he sees a squirrel and runs out. <laughs> you know. It's it's very, yeah. very early stage relationship game. But I don't see any yeah. major red flag with that like you do. I really no, don't. It's, to call it a red flag is too strong. It's uh, it's like an orange flag. It's, I'm young. Just, He's it's young. the kind of thing That's I've got my say. eyeball on. Yeah. But I'm yes. not yeah. I'm not saying it's red flag territory. Lisa, I actually think you should try to enjoy this a bit more. Yeah. Okay. And don't stop. Don't stop dating, though. Just keep yeah, doing. What, yeah. Keep doing what yeah. you're doing. Don't let this. Don't let him make you a place marker. Like just yeah. keep doing what you're doing. Don't you're, go don't in the waste. gray zone where you're cutting off other options because you're hoping this works out. Keep doing right. what you're doing, but also enjoy it. Like, sure, it might be January, February, whenever when he actually moves there. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's not every day, not every relationship where you get to court each other long distance like that. Yeah. There is a specialness to that as well. And you can have your cake and eat it too. And for what That's it's true. worth, even Andy and I, when, mm-hmm. you know, we're now married, but those first several weeks, I don't even know, might have been in the month plus zone. Mm. We were still dating multiple people, like okay. pretty openly. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that yeah. <laughs> enjoy these stages, you know, even if it yeah. doesn't come to pass the way you hope it does, it's still a, a fun sort of long distance romancing. Yeah. And you'll know yeah. when he comes to Colorado, whenever that may be, you'll know very quickly whether this is real or not. I think when he's that's there full time, yeah. then you'll really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cause that's my big thing is like, and I kind of asked him this too. I'm like, why didn't you just start this process when you moved here? Like, I told him, I was like, I would have preferred you to not do this until you were here. <laughs> oh, no, but that's you know what I mean? overthinking. I think you're overthinking. Yeah, that's to, overthinking. To, yeah, you can no, you can't hold that against him. No, no, that's just logistics, not like, his fault. But yeah, but also like, OK, wait, so why are you holding that against him? I'm curious. Because, what, you think he should have waited till he's there full time to try dating? Yeah. Oh, like, no, I you're being start- idealistic. Wait, why? Like, no. cause what's the point of talking to all these women through a distance that you can't even like date in person? Well, part of like, it is me, gauging weird. whether or not that is even the place and the climate for you. Mm. I know many yeah. people who, when yeah. they travel to a city, they turn on their whatever apps for that location and just sort of feel it out. Maybe that's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Colorado was, you know, on his hit list. He was thinking about it and he was just trying to get a lay of the land. I wouldn't hold that against no, him. No, I wouldn't. Is okay. he definitely moving to Colorado or is it possible this is all a scheme? Oh, can you imagine? Oh yeah. my God. Well, it's possible. <laughs> I'm, o- see, I always think worst case scenario like that. So yeah, I'm always like, and my sisters are like, no help. They're just like, this is bad news. This is what I was like. I want another perspective because I just feel like they're too protective. They're both a lot older than me and they're just, they can't handle me dating anyone. They just yeah, right. in total freak out mode. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I, I do believe he's moving here. He has like on all his stuff, he has Michigan and Denver, like on his web, oh, okay. like business website. And he's in like pictures of like groups here, like hiking tra- trips and right. stuff like that. So, you know, I, I do believe he is trying to move here. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. maybe he's just like doing like a, a bachelor contest to see who, <laughs> yeah, all, these, all these Colorado women vying con- for his an love. unwitting contestant. Yeah. You may be, you may be uh, winning though. You may be the winner. Uh, you don't know yet no. until, until week 10 or whatever. If he invites you to Michigan, that will be very telling i would like to see for me to feel good about this i would like to see an invite yeah that's true despite all the pink or orange flags on Mm -hmm. my end and there's not that many there's just a couple yeah there's all i mean it doesn't seem like you're the type of person to sort of get swept up anyway and i can tell that you're sort of fighting it and so just i am yeah i keep your wits about you don't get mm-hmm. too invested. Keep your options open. Keep going on dates and enjoy this and just sort of see it through. Because let's say you did nip this in the bud. And you're like, oh, I don't trust him. These orange flags are too many. Right. You would wonder what if. Like, I would. Yeah. yeah. I think I yeah, would. Keep doing what you're doing and, and watch out for, for three things, I would say, I can think of. One is a sudden drop off in texting yeah. or a drop yeah. off in the, the kind of romantic element of texting kind of like but mm-hmm. it's like what's up what do you do today oh cool i went for a walk okay that right. that kind of texting starts <laughs> getting rough especially in the early yeah. honeymoon phase of a relationship um look yeah. out for an invite to michigan that's a very good sign mm-hmm. and if he does invite you i would i would do it 
obviously. And three, watch out for a continuous delay in his schedule getting to Colorado. Mm. That's a mm. big, big uh, red flag in my book. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's only ever lived in Michigan. So that's my other thing, like... This is a really big, like I've moved a lot. I've moved like every six months, whereas for him, this is like a really big deal. Like, mm. um, I feel like your first move away from your hometown is like a really big, it is, you know? Oh yeah. Cause that was another thing. I was like, well, the way he's living now, why wouldn't he get here? And then just want to be like, oh, I'm here now. Like now I really want to like go at it with dating. Like that's probably what I would want to do. Like you when you first get to a new city, you've never lived away from your hometown before. Like at what point do, am I like, okay, seriously, like, are you interested in me? You know what I mean? I don't want to be that person that's like, you know, wanting more from him than he's willing to give. But I don't know. I, I still think you're thinking too far ahead for where okay. things are right now. But yeah, I personally think the thing that I would say to look out for, in addition to Andy's excellent list, is if and when he is finally there, if you still feel that way after a couple months where you're like, does he like me? I still want yeah. to know. Like, I think mm. that's an issue. Like, okay. I, I just yeah. think that there should come a point where you are no longer wondering how he feels about you. Yeah. Not to put a damper on your expectations, but I've had <laughs> I've had two situations where I was in exactly your shoes or the, the other okay. guy's shoes. And mm-hmm. both those times it was like, I am doing everything I can to make sure you know that I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Like we're mm-hmm. we're we're together. Like this is this four or five days we spent together was magical. I don't want to lose this. I made it clear. That's option one. What? Have you ever been in that situation where you didn't do that? Yeah. And I made it pretty damn clear that I wasn't interested with the lack of saying that encouragement. So in that case, do you think that her not knowing how he feels about her is a sign? It's I I don't want to. Try to. I'm trying not to be negative here because I have a tendency yeah. to lean towards oh, negative. Okay. Yeah. But let's be honest, 95 percent of relationships don't work out, right? Right. So yeah. you always have to yeah. have a little bit of a, a negative spin <laughs> to your mm-hmm. to your outlook. But I do think the fact that he didn't leave you with this kind of like this, like I really like you, like this is something very poignant about your yeah. connection is slightly concerning to me. This all only applies to the long distance portion. Once you guys are in the same city, if he doesn't mm-hmm. show real interest and it becomes very apparent yeah. what's happening, yeah. then it's just, just it's go done. your own yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So during the long distance phase, really play it cool. Just do your business, date your people <laughs> and respond to his texts. Don't play games, you know, yeah. just be nice, be cool and mm-hmm. wait and see because you did have the misfortune. And, and that's why I brought up the example of my situation. Mm-hmm. And this girl I ended yeah. up literally getting engaged to, um, not Charlene, <laughs> someone else, yeah. <laughs> who was on the podcast, by the way. But, um, you know, it, it's not that situation, you know, so you can rest mm-hmm. assured that you don't need to stress every day about this. Like you, you this is not totally right. in your hands right now. You left the initial meeting into a long distance scenario without, and you said this yourself, without enough there for it to really have legs for a long distance relationship. So you have like a long distance, like, like, um, appointment with him in the future. (laughs) I I, I don't think you guys are in any kind of relationship. Again, if he invites you to Michigan, if he invites you there and you guys have a great time, that's a different story. Then you can sort of engage, Mm -hmm. then you're into a long distance. But for now, as Charlene said, play it cool, take it easy, relax, date, live your life as if this is not happening, but don't dismiss it. Keep it there. Okay. Respond to his text. And enjoy. Enjoy your life. Even yeah, if it's not really it. Yeah. If it's not the one, yeah. it's 
this is life. Like you're 27, like enjoy. <laughs> One day you're going to look back and be like, oh, I wish I had just enjoyed that more. Uh, of course you are. And yeah, also, and also I hate to say this, it takes your control out of the element, but which is also liberating, but you don't have, it's the choice has been made already by him. Yeah. I can yeah. promise you his choice is made, whether he wants to be with you or not. It's not the choice whether he wants to marry you or not. <laughs> the right. choice has been right. made whether he's going to seriously pursue you or not. And I don't, mm-hmm. I can't read his mind. There's not enough information here. You would agree with yeah, that. Yeah. I think you're still yeah. in the data gathering stage. Right. So just yeah. play yeah. cool. Which is why none of those flags are red yet. No red flags. <laughs> even, th- even though he, he literally is a walking red flag, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what to do about that. That's um, just weird. Lisa, I don't know if that was the most satisfying or helpful answer. Is it what you expected us to say? Um, it's actually not. I thought you guys were going to say, like, he sounds like he's just, like, messing around. I don't know if this is what you're looking for. That's what I, that's what I, I don't know if that's just what I prep myself to hear, I mean, but. And not to make you feel worse. I don't think he's necessarily not doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I just think that it's too soon. There's not enough information to know that he is doing that for sure. I don't, I, yeah. yeah, we don't, we don't want to, to change the future of yeah. your life by telling you something that we're like 57% yeah, sure exactly. about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Sure. If I had a gun to my head, if I had a gun to my head, I don't think this guy is serious. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> Yeah, like if, if it really, you had to choose one. And that's the, the only way I would ever do that. If yeah. someone literally put a gun to my head, which would be the strangest thing that's ever <laughs> happened, I would say, mm, not going to bet on it. But yeah. that's the only situation I would do that. Right now, mm-hmm. I, I just really don't know. And that's really yeah. not enough to work with to just cut him out completely without sort of seeing it through. For me, it's all about the information. You just want to gather yeah. that yeah. data, see what happens, and try uh, to enjoy yeah. Try to enjoy these butterflies. The fact that you have butterflies Uh, enough to write into a podcast and come and talk to us about it means that there are butterflies and those should be enjoyed as long as it's not unhealthy, which this is not yet. Yeah, I think you're right. That's like really hard for me, though. I can. I like to know things. (laughs) I like to know where things are headed because like I always talk about like expectations with him and he's just like, why do you need expectations ruin everything? And I'm like, well, no, they like they frame how hurt I will get because because if it's a fling, it's a fling. You know what I mean? Wait, but if wait. it's not a fling, it's like not a fling. So if this is a fling, do you have zero interest in doing it? No, I would. I would just, I would. But you get hurt. Heart to be, I would, it'd be harder to get hurt. Like, like I'm, you know, I've met someone on like, this has only happened once, but it was so fun. Like I met someone on vacation once and we had like an amazing week together. And afterwards I was like, oh, what an amazing week. That was awesome. I wasn't overthinking. I wasn't like, is he going to text me? Like, I didn't care. I was like, it was like, we were on vacation. It was what it was. I was able to like frame it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas this, I'm having a really hard time framing. Cause it's like, he's in and out of town and we're talking, but we're not in a relationship, but like we're planning trips, but then like, so I don't know where, like where to compartmentalize it's a moving it. So I feel like my heart. Yeah. So my heart's a little more at, at risk. Did, did he ever stay? Did he ever stay over at your house? No, I, um, no. He asked to. I just, I don't know. I'm really weird about my space. I don't like having yeah. people over. Well, especially since <laughs> I love you. the honesty. Totally with you. you guys are very similar. Andy hates having people over and <laughs> yeah. I always want to have people over. <laughs> always. I just don't. I was like, I don't want you to know me like that. Like I would way rather meet in a third party. Like hotel room is great. Like Airbnb somewhere else is way more until I know like he's going to be around. I don't really want him to see my house. So did, wait a minute. So where did you do stuff? <laughs> oh, at the hotel. Yeah. Cause he was oh. staying at a hotel. Oh, at his hotel. Okay. Yeah. 
And he and he wanted you to stay over at his hotel as well, but you cho- chose not to. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, you didn't you never slept over? No, I was there really late, but I have like I didn't bring anything to stay over. Like yeah, I yeah, that's fine. And, like, I, I have told, a dog. I, and, like, I totally this is totally I, reasonable. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I get that. Um, okay. And did he seem disappointed that you were leaving? Oh, yeah, definitely. OK. Yeah. No, but I, but he had already gotten most of what he had wanted. So it's not like <laughs> it's not like he was you, you were leaving after the fact, I assume. It wasn't like right. he's like, no, yeah. don't go. We're giving me blue balls. But so. So that's a good yeah. sign. That's a good sign that he didn't he want her to leave to after maybe. he got the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the stuff. It's true. It's a big deal. You, you, you laugh. Yeah, no, I, we it's shouldn't a huge be huge difference between wanting someone to leave after. Before or after. Or before. Yeah, no, that's true. It's well, he says he's like, like, when I got back, he's like, oh, like I told my therapist like about like, you know, wanting to visit you again. And I don't know, this seems like a, something you'd say to like, I don't feel like that's something you throw out there. But maybe it is. See, I overthink all these conversations. This is why I don't want to get too invested. <sighs> I just don't think that's going to help you because you're not going to see something yeah, through to the point where even if it hurts you, is that yeah. like you will recover? Is it really yeah. the end of the world? Sometimes those the hurts are what make your life richer in the long run. You know, they change you for the better and then you know what to look out for. Like if you did nip this in the bud, like I said, you would always wonder what if and you would also learn nothing from it. That's true. I know that's, that's an annoying answer. <laughs> I'm no. aware. As much as much as we would love to tell you to nip this in the bud, yeah. I don't think it's the bud is <laughs> ready to, to be nipped. <laughs> nipped. I don't. No nipping. Lisa, I hope that was helpful. It's always funny it to really me. When, it's always funny to me when people say that we gave a different answer than what was expected. But wouldn't you rather us say that we have hope for this rather than what you expected? Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, it's really nice to hear because I think um, the people I talk to are so protective of me that they like don't want to put me at risk. And, and mm-hmm. like, like you said, that's just part of dating. And I think I have a really hard time leaning into uncertain situations like this. So I think it'd actually be really good for me to, yeah, to, yeah, to enjoy the moment more and to like stay a little more open, like open handed with it and not mm-hmm. be so like wanting to know the answer and wanting to know. I like, I think that's a really good call. 50. Yeah. What are we? 43%. I'm 57% sure he's not interested. <laughs> okay. But 43%. 43% is a huge percent. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. From Andy. That's a lot. Yeah. Usually... I like appreciate like uneven percentages so much. Like they're so specific. <laughs> it's like not 45. It has to be like, yeah. Oh, and I, I did the, the math. I've already done all the calculations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is exactly 57. All the computing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lisa, I hope that was helpful. It and was. Keep it us was. posted. I'm very curious. Yeah, I'm very curious too. Yeah. Thank you so much for choosing my question. And um, it means a lot to be able to talk to both of you. So thank you. Oh, oh, absolutely. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. <sighs> well, she was lovely. Yeah. We got a lot of overthinkers on this podcast. I wonder what that says about I, us. <laughs> I think our fan base is is a whole a lot of over neurotic overthinkers. Of overthinkers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They relate to us for a reason. Yeah. But I, overthinking is well, like what I don't remember what philosophers said, but it's a, a life not um oh crap. <laughs> <sighs> You can do it. Something about a life not self-reflected is uh, not good. <laughs> I don't remember. A life not something is not a life lived. Basically, the, the saying, which has now been butchered forever. Yes. This is never. No one can ever say it again without remembering this terrible day. <laughs> but is saying that, you know, without inward thinking, without reflection of what you're experiencing in life. Yeah. It's just, you're not really living. 
Yeah. <laughs> or you could say that's exactly wrong. No, Meaning you're, you, you should live in the moment and not think about anything. Just be. Yeah, it's somewhere in between. And she definitely needs to live in the moment a bit more. Sometimes people surprise you. Yeah. And look, I am not that person that's like, oh, I'm sure he's great. I'm sure he's not lying at all. Do I think there's some sketchy stuff there? Sure. But do I also think that they've been on three dates? Yes, mm-hmm. because yeah. that's, that is the case. And they just don't know enough about each other. There's no reason for him to give her any more information than he has, in my opinion. And I understand she's just trying to mitigate future hurt. The only thing that I wish she was getting a bit more of was verbal affirmation that he was really well, into her. That thus my 57%. Yes, exactly. That's really the one thing that's missing. But it's also very possible that he's the kind of guy that doesn't say that unless he's really, really sure. And he also doesn't have enough information well, yet. Well, he also remember, it's not that long ago that he got out of a four-year relationship. So he's still... A little tentative, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's just not jumping in. Maybe he's oh, he's talking about future trips and weddings and stuff yeah. because he's just kind of That was sloppy. my least favorite thing. Yeah, that that is. But I, I, I chalk that up to just not a lot of experience. But I do think that he's still a little gun shy about just jumping right back in, you know? He's, probably. His oat sowing is, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a path. He's probably on the back end. He's on the downward part of the hill mm-hmm. of sowing. Yeah. But he's not at the bottom. Well, and he did tell her that he was done that. But I also think that is so the kind of lie you would tell in the early dating stages. Trust me, after a four-year relationship, seven months of oat sowing, not quite enough. <laughs> Those oats are not sown. Not fully sown? No, not ready for sowing. Even not even ready for sowing. They're, they're just like being prepared. <laughs> the oats have been softened. I think the oats have been moistened. They've been placed in the soil. They haven't sprouted yet. Okay. But that being said, even an unsprouted oat still can meet. Now, this metaphor is going to have to end. But this, well, this cannot continue. But I'm saying even if you haven't even really begun in earnest, uh-huh. in earnest to fully yeah. sow your oats, you can still be struck by a thunderbolt. 100%. That's the thing. When we met, we both could have continued to sow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, was, okay. <laughs> I was ready. Yeah. We were both mid-sow mm-hmm. and happy to continue sowing. I had more oats ready in my pocket. Yeah, I to, had to, more oats as well. It, it wasn't just soil. you who had more oats. You had oats. We both had oats. We both had oats. Yeah. But it, we were struck by something that caused us to change that. How, how often are you so sure that on that first day you're like, well, I'm done. I agree. I feel like we were as close to that as humanly possible and we still didn't do that. I agree. Because we're overthinkers. Overthinkers. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. That was a surprisingly positive one, honestly. I, based on her email, I thought that was going to be fishier, but talking to her, yeah, I was no. kind of like, hmm. His red flags are kind of, I think this guy sort of puts his foot in his mouth sometimes. He's kind of yes. one of those characters that may talk too much and yeah. sort of say dumb stuff. But remember, they had one, two, three, four dates. Three, three. Okay, three. I thought you were doing a Sesame Street. One, two, one, three. One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight dates. One, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, ten, ten eleven, twelve. Oh. Da, da, da. <laughs> Is that always twelve? Um, I think each number has a different song, and that's 12's song. Got it. I'm not 100% sure about well, that. Well, he had one, two, three dates. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> Is that good? Exactly. So he could have, after that first date, been like, oh, I my something, I my aunt is sick. I got to go back to Michigan. Or, 
oh, you know, I had this business thing come up and I don't think he could have easily. Well, that's canceled. actually totally true. He wasn't staying with her. He was in a hotel. No. It As is a matter of fact, it's no better place to be than in a new town in a hotel. The the world is your oyster. He could have easily and with gusto. It sounds like made he kind of was. I mean, he did extend his trip for some female okay. friend. But okay. again, am I holding that against him? No, I'm not. You're right. If anything, he's just a little too honest because he told her about it. They don't owe each other anything yet. He no. doesn't owe her much more than he's giving her. No. Frankly. She likes him a lot. He yeah. left. He kind of left her with that like, uh, mm-hmm. like just before things were going to start moving somewhere. Here yeah. we go. And she's a little anxious about it, understandably. Yeah. But she's got to keep it in check, which I think she's going to do. Yeah. And just monitor the situation. Monitor the situation. It's, it's an easily monitorable situation. And yes, but also nonetheless easier said than done. Always easier said than Always. done. From my position, I would monitor. <laughs> no one's ever monitored better than I would monitor this. <laughs> I get it. It's harder for her. Yeah. But she's got to do it. It's going to work out whether it works out with him or not. Yes. All right. I think we can wrap there. We can. We have once again analyzed this fairly simple situation <laughs> to death. To death. <laughs> if <laughs> And Andy, we have another caller now. Ooh, nice. This caller is named Danielle. Mm. Danielle, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Hi. Do you mind giving us your age, your region, the age of the partner in question, if there is one, and your story, please? Yeah, so um, I am 31. My boyfriend is 41, and I live on uh, Vancouver Island, British Columbia. So, in terms of like my predicament, um, I would say that uh, everything is going really well with my current partner and I, but I do know that we're a little bit different in terms of introversion and, and extroversion. Like, I'm a very introverted person and definitely need that time to kind of uh, recharge after socializing. Um, but I find that my partner is is very extroverted. Um, every day after work is doing something with people, like very much uh, a social person, which is lovely and he's beloved. But uh, I notice that sometimes he, like it's not frequent, but I do notice that maybe like I sense a little bit of disappointment when I'm not kind of that same level of, of social, I, I mm. suppose. And, and you are in a long distance relationship, correct? Yes. Yeah. And I've found that that's happened quite frequently. Um, most of my meaningful relationships have been long distance um, for whatever reason, whether it's become long distance during the course of the relationship or it started that way, it just and tends to happen. And while it's not ideal, I definitely have found that like, I'm, I'm okay with, with missing someone sometimes. I definitely find that that um, can be nice to have that space. And What's how- wrong with the guys on Vancouver Island? <laughs> It's just never worked out. Well, one of them was uh, on Vancouver Island, but then he moved up island while we were in a relationship. So just two questions. How long have you been together? And also, how long distance are we talking? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we've been together for about eight or nine months. Um, And my partner lives um, on the mainland, so Vancouver. So just like a ferry ride. Oh, Oh, it's not too bad. Yeah, so it's it's not too bad. Still, you need you need something that's not a car. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a body of water between you yeah. two, yeah. but it's not a notion. Close but far at the same time. Yeah. And so when you say these situations where you feel like it does come to a head where he's super extroverted and and notices your introversion, is this when you're together? Like when can you paint that scene? Because if you are long distance, like how often do you see each other? I guess is my first question. It varies just with COVID and everything, obviously, since our relationship sort of started during that period. And there were different, you know, sort of varying degrees of things being open or closed. But over the summer, um, I was able to kind of work remotely and, and we were able to be together for about two months, which was really nice. I guess an example of a time where I've maybe like sensed disappointment there was a friend of, you know, we're still meeting each other's friends and things like that. We definitely have friends in common, but there was a friend of his, he, he wanted me to meet, but they wanted to get together at like 10 PM after I'd had a really long day. And I was like, I'm not going to be bringing like who I Your want A-game. to be. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, I think I would have said no to that offer too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy's nodding. <laughs> yes. He knows I would have said no to that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so how often would you say because you you know for you to sense disappointment from him yeah how how often are we talking like has this happened twice ever or is it like a a recurring I guess I don't really see the problem (laughs) 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 so tell me just how frequent and maybe the frequency is what makes it a problem no and maybe now I'm just like my relationship has no problems and I should just be thrilled (laughs) I think I guess my main question was because in in an episode you had expressed that you were an introvert and Andy was an extrovert and if that had ever kind of been a hurdle for the two of you it sounds like perhaps not uh no I mean one of the (laughs) reasons no one of the reasons I liked your question was because it did resonate with me. And it is something I think we have had to navigate here and there. You definitely have been disappointed that I haven't wanted to go out before. But I think the part that is catching me about your story is the fact that you, I don't know if you're feeling maybe too apologetic, or maybe you are not haven't fully come. I don't know, I guess I want to know why, you know, if he's a bit disappointed. That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, like what level of disappointment yeah is he guilt tripping you it does it feel like no he's no offended? definitely not that's definitely happened in the past with other partners like definitely like making me feel bad about not doing enough but he doesn't mm. do that I think I'm maybe a bit of a people pleaser where it's a bit of like I you know because I think what we have is so special I'm a little bit like oh my god don't be disappointed with me <laughs> you know okay maybe just a little so- more apologetic so a good really, Canadian, yay! Yeah, this is a very this is an extremely Canadian question. So basically, there's no real problem from his end in the relationship, but you would like to give him more extroversion. To it would make you happier if you were able to give him more of that side. Yeah, I guess that, it's from like okay. a lifestyle perspective. Maybe it's like if I could make the navigation of that as smooth as possible. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I guess. Mm. You're- <laughs> this is a very, I, I feel a heavy Canadianness coming through. And as a fellow Canadian and apologetic Canadian and fellow introvert, I feel qualified to encourage you to be less apologetic and as much of an introvert as you want to be. 
I guess. I feel like for me, a lot of my 30s, you said you're 31, a lot of my 30s has been fully embracing the fact that when I don't want to go somewhere, realizing that I can trust my gut that I ended up being right. The times that I didn't listen to my gut and went anyway and didn't have fun. And then I wasn't my best self. And then afterwards, not only was I depleted, but I also then was sort of ruminating over what I had said and if I had made a good impression and just sort of spiraled into this place that was brought about because I didn't just follow my instincts on what I was comfortable doing socially. And I do think a healthy partnership, I think it's sweet that he might show disappointment here or there. I would be concerned if there was anything more than that, because it's an inherent part of who you are and that's not going to change. And it's really what charges you, Mm -hmm. what recharges you. You had to know that I was going to say this, right? (laughs) Honestly, I I wasn't sure. Like, I guess, I guess partially, yes, but maybe I was like, oh, maybe they're going to like ask all these questions and I'm going to come to a realization that I had no awareness of and they're going to be like, we can be together. (laughs) Well, we can still ask those questions. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, you're not going to get, you're not going to get that. (laughs) Well, I am curious, you know, has it happened often where you would prefer to be alone than to be with him? Or is that just like, it's 10 p.m. You've had a long day and you're like, eh, I'm tired. Yeah, it's it's a 10 p.m. I've had a long day and I just need a break. For the most part, I would say for the most part. I think there's definitely times where I I do just need some recharging time, but it's pretty easy to be around him. It's not like I'm like, I don't want to be around you and I find it draining. You know what I mean? Okay, I mean, I get that. And I do think it's important that your partner be the kind of person that you can be around and it not be draining. Yeah especially for an introvert. Like to be with Andy is to be with myself. It costs me nothing. That said, I still love my alone time. And when Andy has a night out or goes somewhere, goes on a business trip, I am a happy, happy clam. I really enjoy it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if I see an issue here. We can talk a bit more about our dynamics and how we've navigated that. But I I don't think I I just we can hear from the extrovert in the room. (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe, I don't know if I would classify myself as an extrovert, but I will say that nine out of 10 times, if I really don't want to go out and I go out anyway, I don't have a great time or I, or it's like a wash. It's just like, whatever. So I've learned that lesson slowly over the decades, but in general, if you feel like you're not going to be your best self, or at least a decent version of yourself, you shouldn't do the thing you're being offered within reason i do think that there is sometimes a sense of not actually living life and not seizing opportunities and there are times where you say yes and you're so glad you did but i don't think you should be apologetic for this significant facet of your personality and i do think for me anyway because i can relate to you know feeling apologetic i in my 20s, certainly struggled a lot with FOMO, not feeling like I was living my life enough. And mm-hmm. I think there's a fine line between sort of saying no to everything and being a hermit and listening to your gut. But I, mean, I think with, that's an extreme case. But, I, it sounds to yeah. me like you just like alone time and that's super healthy and great <laughs> for a long distance relationship. Right? <laughs> yeah. I can only think of a couple of times where it's caused a slight rift with us. And usually 
No, not usually. Every time it was because I had committed. I had said I would go to so-and-so's party. And then that afternoon rolled around and I was like, I don't want to go anymore. And that's when Andy's like annoyed because Mm -hmm. he's like, you told me. And rightfully so. Yeah. No, I, you fully have been within your right. And actually relatively recently we had a talk where you were like, I would like it if you just showed a little more interest in, you know, maybe having double dates with certain friends that, you know, I feel like you haven't made much of an effort to get to know. Mm -hmm. And I heard that and I was like, you know what? You're right. Like in some cases, I ha- I'm not apologetic at all about it. But other cases, I'm like, he's totally right about it. You know, there's a difference between being introverted and just being in your comfort zone and being just sort of an antisocial poor sport. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. But that no, doesn't sound like it's your problem. No. And I, I do think that going out when you don't really feel like it is more of a great strategy when you're single. You know, you're missing out on opportunities to meet people. If mm-hmm. that's what you want, you want to meet someone. It's more advice I would give to someone who's single. Like if you're feeling like, eh, I don't really want to go out. Those are kind of the nights where something interesting may happen. But you're in a relationship. You have all the right in the world not to go out. I would say that if you want to make a compromise or, or at least try to satisfy that side of his personality and feel like you're contributing more, when you're on the fence, just go to this, his side of the fence. You know, but if you really feel like you want to stay home, just stay home. But if you're like kind of like uh, 50-50, just go go out. That's the, that's the best advice I can give you. There's nothing really else here, but the relationship's not broken. Unless and he's not upset with you. Unless there's something about the relationship you're not telling. Yeah, us. I mean, I I feel like I feel like this might be a Trojan horse for there being another problem in the relationship. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not getting any relationship issues. You tell here. us. No, I mean, I think I can tell you an example of why I think it's like a good thing, but I think you guys are already sold on it being a good thing. No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Tell us. This may be silly, but um, a poet that I like follow, her name is Cleo Wade. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but she lives in New York, I think. Yeah. And she um, was sharing like stuff about her partner and how all of her friends see her partner as like, you know, sex in the city, like the carry of the group, like everyone loves them, everyone's connected to them, and they all think that he's the he's the favorite of all of them. And I sort of was like, wow, wouldn't that be so lovely to have that? Um, and then when I met my current partner, um, that sort of was emulated and seemed to be very true. Everyone loving him and 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 being so like connected with my family and and friends and everything and I just sort of was like oh I feel like I found my carry I'm all excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so sweet I can yeah. relate to that I mean I I love that everyone loves Andy yeah it's so nice <laughs> it is nice and it also you know I do think there's a, a balance factor too I'm not saying it's always extrovert and introvert who pair up together but I think there is a little yin and yang there and I think that you might be providing more of a healthy balance to this than you might think i actually think there that a relationship between a healthy introvert and a healthy extrovert is a good balance it's a good compliment i think so too actually yeah even though you know i'm sure once in a while he's like oh come on like come meet us and that kind of thing in which case i agree with andy if you're on the fence if you're like a hard no then stay home but if you're on the fence as a gesture to him 
I do yeah. think it could pay off to go. And I, and I, I, I agree. I agree with that. What I said that you agreed <laughs> with, but I, but I will say this, that you should watch out for compromising too much on this because I found in the past that when I've been felt, I felt like I was forced to go out. I've almost subconsciously tried to take it out on the, my partner at the time. So I put on like a worse face than I would have. You're Canadian. I don't think that's going to be a problem, (laughs) but I have found that sometimes when I'm out and I didn't want to go out and I'm not having a good time, I'll sort of act out. It's so true. You totally do that. And actually, I would say it was probably around the two year mark of our relationship where we Mm -hmm. learned this about each other. We realized that if one of us wasn't really in the mood to do the thing that the other person was asking them to do, very rarely did that compromise pay off. Yeah. Once in a while you go out and the circumstances are great. The company's fantastic. And then it like just changes your mood. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. But if you're some... not having a good time, they're, they're, you get into this mode of like almost like like, like subconscious punishing. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'll teach you for making me come out. I'll make you have a horrible time too. We're, t- we're taking this in a dark direction. <laughs> but it's true. I think a lot of people, I think in these kind of dynamics where someone is always dragging someone else out, that person can really become a pill when you're out. But they're trying to punish them slash explain to them, I don't want to be out. Don't make me do this again. Or they are they put on a happy face, which I get the feeling, Danielle, yeah, you're more likely to do. And then camp. maybe, you, I don't know, you you feel bad. Clearly, you called into a podcast or maybe you could just harbor <laughs> yeah. some resentment. No. I feel like in general, I spent most of my 20s wishing I was more extroverted. And my 30s have been about like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love being introverted. It's the best. Yeah. I went out last night with two mutual friends of yeah. ours. And she went home. I went home. So she was, we were having dinner with them and she's like, I'm going home. And I went out with them and I came back at like after midnight and she's sitting on the couch playing video games. (laughs) I had the best night. I I really do. (laughs) Yeah. I just knew myself. I was like, I'm not in the mood tonight. It was rainy. I didn't feel like drinking. I was like, I'm going to be a lot happier with my Nintendo switch tonight. Mm -hmm. And it was delightful. I was recharged. And I think that I could be up for it another night. It's all about balance. As long as you're not being a hermit, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that that could be it? Um, I, I don't think I'm too much. Like, I definitely have had periods of hermiting, um, for sure. But I think definitely, especially in sort of the two months that we were in the same city, I definitely was like, you know, trying to reach not overextend myself, which I worry I might have done a little bit, but but just really try to like engage with with his like friends and, and mm-hmm. family and stuff. So I would I'm say that I'm curious what would happen when your relationship is no longer long distance. But that it's kind of too soon to tell. It's sort of one of those bridges you'll have to cross when you get there. But the fact that you noticed that when you were together for two months is interesting. Yeah. Does no one else find that interesting? <laughs> no, I, I do. I'm thinking I haven't gotten a good feel for your partner's reaction to this or his genuine feelings about this. So it's hard for me to really say if mm. he's totally cool with it and never seems to complain and never seems to be annoyed, you don't have a problem. If you sense that there is annoyance there or that it's a sort of a little bit of a cancer that's growing, but I can't get a feel for there being any real negative consequences from his side. 
Yeah, we're getting more guilt from you, but yeah. you can correct yeah. us. Yeah, oh, it's all self-inflicted. Like, he doesn't oh, okay. pressure on yeah. me. He's very much, like, you know, extends invitations and things like that, of course, like, if he's, he's doing things. Um, and when I say no, like I said earlier, like, it's been it's been pretty, like, rare, like, a handful of times where I've sort of sensed that he's disappointed or he's, like, you know, shared that he's maybe a little bit disappointed, but it's not in a way that's, like, hurting me or like saying anything that's like did you have a frank conversation with him yeah i was about to say how does that conversation look we've talked a little bit about how we're a little bit you know different in that way like i am less you know kind of social than he is um and in terms of of sort of how the conversation has gone like i think it has been very much like when we do you know ultimately live together it is going to be a balancing act because you Mm -hmm. know he does like to have people over and like that kind of thing you know um and so i think i was very much like i want you to feel like your home is your home and you can you know do what you want but at times like i might you know be friendly and say hi and might go do my own thing if you want to see people you know like if you're having people over a ton or or something like that i think very like you know i don't want you to just like never bring anyone into the house or something but like just hmm. yeah being aware that i'm not always going to be like there right there to be yeah <laughs> physically <laughs> there, there. <laughs> i i think that um this is something that needs to be revisited when you guys are living together mm-hmm. i don't yeah. think it's really gonna manifest itself in any way accurately fully until you're together i don't mean to concern you but i generally feel that relationships that start off long distance never quite get to that second stage where you're really like getting to know each other like the hard way so they're always Mm -hmm. kind of in this permanent like honeymoon twilight zone i i agree with andy i do feel like if it is long distance and that's sort of the the state of things Mm -hmm. it's not like it started out together and then you did long distance temporarily or something yeah the fact that it's been long distance and that's sort of the existence of this relationship there is a factor of like looking forward to each other. It's always yeah. this vacation mode when you do go and spend time together. So this is going to be something that you have to navigate and, at some point. And look, it might even get better when you're living together. He might be the kind of guy who's like, you know what? I really want to have my alone time. I want to go out with my guy friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the fact that you don't want to come out. because so I get to ha- have my friends and then I get to come home and have you. So mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe it'll actually be better. Yeah. When you're living together. But until you're living together, it's really hard to get to give you a good answer on this. I agree with you on that. It really could go either way. It might come to the point where you guys love your home life together so much that he his being social or his being an extrovert doesn't involve you at all. And it's totally great. Yeah. Or he may become an introvert. Was he so happy with the relationship? (laughs) He's like, I'm down. This introversion stuff is great. But I would say in the meantime, just as I don't know practical advice i don't even know if we're really giving you advice i feel like this is just more of a conversation but get over being so apologetic for wait a minute you're telling a canadian to get over (laughs) being so apologetic i know it's not like (laughs) i could take that advice but i think a part of that is accepting that this is a major characteristic of yours yeah and that's not a bad thing it's, I think it's a great thing. It's taken me years to get to that point where I didn't feel guilty or sort of like a loser for not wanting to be more social. But in the meantime, I, I don't know if I can fast track that for you, but yeah. the fact that you're calling about this, is, I, it feels like such a non-issue. And if he's slightly disappointed, so what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying it, so what? 
But I don't, even, I don't even know if he's slightly disappointed. Yeah, so. I, that's the other thing. Is I don't know if he's disappointed. I don't know if you're just acting like yeah. he, maybe you perceived him as being disappointed and he wasn't. Um, one emoji with like a little tear coming out of <laughs> Okay, are we crying laughing every time we use the crying laughing emoji? That's true. No, that's a good point. I guess to me, the the concern I, I guess I feel around this in your relationship is the fact that it seems like you're kind of both dancing around this instead of just having a hard conversation about yeah. it. Like if he's just like, I, I really want you to come. I'm disappointed. Like, I know you're tired, but I really want you to meet this friend. Does it ever get to that point? No, not really. I think he's like also like me is a little bit passive. So I'm, I think that's why maybe I'm trying, like, I do a bit of mind reading maybe and like, you know, being like, oh, he must be disappointed or like thinking that because like, okay, he's not necessarily confrontational either or like, not that it would be a confrontation. Per- okay. I'm, I'm just going to task you with the next time this happens, just say, would it mean a lot to you if I came? Like, would it disappoint you if I didn't come? Yeah, I agree. Just so that it reaches that point where it's a discussion. And then you're going to have so much information based on that conversation. Because right now it yeah. feels like a whole lot of it's assumptions. A, it's a Canadian standoff. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we got here. Yeah. It sounds like the fact it never reaches that point because you're both being too polite. No. And so, you know, put the ball in his court and be mm-hmm. like, I'm not really in the mood, but would it disappoint you if I didn't come? And then really make him say, yes, it would. I want you to come. And yeah. then how much more motivated would you be to go? A lot. She's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of think that this is a, a non-issue. It's more of a communication thing. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, I'm not, I'm not judging your boyfriend for this because I actually think it would be forcing him to be kind of aggress- like the aggressor to be like, I'm disappointed in you for not coming out. I think that it's the ball at first is in your court to put the ball in his court. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I think maybe it would be it would be a lot if he was. always. That's what I'm saying. If he if he used the word disappointed or used more than a tear tear face emoji, (laughs) the conversation needs to be had. My God. Yeah. Let that happen next time. Danielle. Okay. Okay? I will. I promise. Okay. Let it let it get there. Because you're going to learn so, so much based on how he reacts and what conclusion you can I'm not even 100% sure it has to happen the next time there's a there's a situation. I think you could literally just bring it up in a normal I conversation. I completely agree. Like, in a normal conversation over it's, dinner, be like, does it bother you that I don't go out more with you? And it's so unaggressive. It's not like you're like, we need to talk. I don't like you looking at other girls all the time. Like, it's a very, like, neutral conversation. Yeah. He's not going to be like, oh, God, what's going on here? I'm being attacked. He's just like, oh, that's an interesting question. Let me think about it. If he's going to be super nice about it and just not be honest, then there's an issue. You'll have to have a further follow-up a conversation. Issue. But chances are he'll open up. Just ask. And Easy sh- question. Believe me, as a as a boyfriend, like I'm role-playing him, like of all the talks I could have, <laughs> that's like the easiest thing ever. Yeah, it's not even a talk. It's just no, a simple it's a question, question. It, where you want to understand him better. Yeah. And if I really put it this way, if I really felt like if I was like, oh, you know, telling my friends, I really like this girl, Danielle. But the one thing is she never comes out like we never go out. It's really bothering me. And you brought that up in a really nice way. I would be psyched to talk to you about Mm -hmm. it. Like I'd be like, well, I'm glad you brought this up. I really wish you'd come out with me more. It would make me really happy. And and if you're uncomfortable with that, blah, blah. Anyway, the conversation will go where it goes. But if I had a real problem with it and you brought it up, 
You would not let it I pass would, you by. I would. I mean, he would be making a big mistake to let that one go. Talk about it. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much. Assu- what is it? Assuming makes an ass out of you and me. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice poll. You could be making an ass out of you and your boyfriend right now, <laughs> assuming that it bothers him more That's than right. it does. That is right. Yeah. Okay, Danielle, thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 She was such a sweetheart. (laughs) Too much of a sweetheart. Yeah, I agree. To a fault. Yeah. In this case, I don't there was no issue. (laughs) There wasn't. No. Well, here's the thing. There could be an issue, but we don't know if there's an issue because we don't have the information because they haven't had the a real conversation yeah. where they have voiced that. I um honestly the fact that they haven't had a conversation about it tells me it's not an issue. Yeah, I don't see a there being there, but I can imagine a there becoming there once they've lived together for a while. I agree. But it's too soon to tell because it could go either way. It could be great. Or it could become a problem. Yeah. Either way, as it stands now, this is kind of a first world problem. Yes. But who knows where it goes. It seemed like she knew it too. She was like, oh. She was like, I just want to be on your show. (laughs) Let's be honest. And they'll have this talk. And hopefully he says, I don't care. (laughs) And he's not being passive aggressive. Yes. Which is important. Wait, and if he is, then that, then again, there's problem. a crack. Well, that's the thing. So They're going to get so much information from that conversation. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's a waste of our breath to Put talk it, about this anymore until that conversation yeah. has happened. Either way, I think it's going to come to a head if she does the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that head will be extremely uneventful <laughs> and possibly boring, <laughs> which is great. That is great. Yeah. Yes. I think then that's a wrap yes. for this caller episode mm-hmm. of Dear Shandy. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we're going to ask of you, and that is to... Tell your friends. And like this video. Like the video. And and this post on Instagram. And the post. And follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And leave iTunes reviews. And ratings. And rating. Yes. And subscribe. Yes. And, and hit the notification bell. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Pull that one out. You were like. <laughs> <laughs> and generally do all the things you would do to support a growing but still nascent podcast. (laughs) Excellent. Yes. And on that note, I think that's a wrap for Mm -hmm. this caller episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. (laughs) 